Welcome to the first ever episode of the Comms Collective Podcast, a podcast dedicated to business communication. My name's Joel Buckland, and I'll be interviewing professionals in the branding, marketing, PR, and creative industries to provide insights, news, and discuss trends. In this first episode, we'll be talking to Lauren O'Connor, founder of Little Miss PR, about the state of PR during the coronavirus pandemic. We're here with Lauren from Little Miss PR. We've been friends for over 10 years now. Uh, yeah. yeah. This of um, us helping each other in our respective specialities. And we're always at the end of a Facebook post when we're desperately in need of some advice and tips. So I think it's God, well in the making of 10 years later that we're having this conversation. So, yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. Now you run Little Miss PR. Do you want to tell people a little bit about that? So Little Miss PR was started at the end of 2017 uh, by me. I've been in PR for over 10 years now. I studied it at Southampton. And we at Little Miss PR work mainly with small businesses and startups in the consumer field. Um, with a penchant for helping female-owned businesses. How has the coronavirus impacted the PR world at the moment? Or what are we seeing? The projects that were going to be coming out for spring and summer have been to a halt because we don't actually know how long this is going on for. Um, and also, when we're talking about product placement in magazines and newspapers, we the news is completely covered in coronavirus and people who are scared and the latest figures and what's going on worldwide, that those column inches in the newspapers and indeed online media has been taken up by that. But I'm not saying there's not that need for that escapism for the lifestyle media or for fashion or beauty because that still exists, but they're running, they're running at a skeleton staff um, from a journalist perspective. Um, and a lot of um, the media today relies heavily on freelancers. Travel, for example, is the one that's completely been obliterated by all of this. Um, and it's just basically because we're all in the same boat at the moment, it's finding a way to kind of guide all our clients through this, as well as our um, staff ourselves. Do you think that escapism is going to become more important going forward? Well, we're on the second week of this now. How can companies benefit from that in, in terms of PR? So I definitely am seeing in the last few days, especially on Twitter, um, more journalists have been crying out for more um, non-coronavirus content. And that hasn't been the case for the last few weeks when it first hit off um, over two weeks ago. Um, and I think that's a good sign that people, yes, we're scared. And yes, we want to know what's going on on a daily basis, not only in our country, but, you know, internationally as well. But, you know, there's only so much we can kind of take that's all doom and gloom. And a lot of advice from wellness experts are saying, don't watch the news all the time because it's actually going to affect your mental health. So then there needs to play a part from the media perspective of like, yes, we're all in this very terrible situation right now, but that's not the be all and end all. There's this call out from a lot of, again, wellness experts who are saying, you know, if you do have the mental capacity and the mental health to view this as a kind of reflective period, then please do that. And there's so many brands that have got involved in this. There's online courses um, for cooking. Wagamamas have started an online cooking um, extravaganza. Joe Wicks has exponentially changed the mornings for children 
with his PE lessons every Monday to Friday. Because I, I actually do Joe Wicks classes every morning and it gets me up, it gets me going and it does, it makes me very happy. So he's providing a national, actually an international service to people who actually need it. So yeah, we do need escapism essentially. We are human beings. There's only so much negative we can take. So how has the coronavirus so far affected your business, Little Miss PR? We work with small businesses and um, startups. So their funding has, has been stretched to the point of we can't justify this right now. Still helping them on PR advice and how to navigate the now normal for them in this marketplace, which is actually really crucial for them. But that doesn't mean what we're doing on a day-to-day basis has changed. It's just location-wise where we're, where we're working. We are relying heavily on um, conference software like Zoom and we are relying so much on our phones. But the, the beauty of PR itself is we can do that wherever we are in the world and still have no real disruption to what we're trying to do. Because all you really need when you're a PR is a laptop and a phone. And um, yeah, I have both of those, so it's all good. So the state of, of the news at the moment, you, you mentioned earlier about it being so focused on the coronavirus, um, taking up what would have been space for people to talk about their businesses, um, skeleton crews for a news outlet. So I follow a, a guy on TikTok, a journalist, and he talks about the different niches or has them that are thriving and those that have pretty much no work on at the moment, like the travel industry at this point. There's not a lot to be said for, for a journalist in the travel industry. The impact of that for businesses, should they be stopping PR at this point or is there still opportunities for them? I think it's a really key point to make as well that not all businesses should and need PR. Um, and I think right now there are many opportunities for the relevant type of businesses to still get that press coverage out there. And I think this is a real opportunity for um, small businesses who don't have a lot of money to kind of go and use social media more and reach out to their customer and use this as a reflective period to know who their customer is, what they engage with. And then when this is all over with, they'll have more ways to kind of reach out to them in the traditional perspective. If you're um, a bombastic company and you're in a highly saturated market, then absolutely you still need to go full force with PR. And that just, it just means you've changed your approach from what it was before and realized that maybe your results might be a little bit smaller than if they had a full journalist staff on. Um, but again, it doesn't, what the stuff that you could be doing from a PR and even a marketing perspective doesn't always require um, journalist input. You can get your social media out there. You can get stuff on your website. You can get influence. There's influencer marketing. There's so many different options for you to kind of go for that doesn't require you talking to um, someone at the Mail Online. I think the best type of businesses right now that could really work during this crisis would be charities and also um, small businesses who have um, an online presence. When I say charities, um, I mean stuff like domestic abuse charities or women's um, charities, food banks as well. I think there's a, it's a really interesting time to be in the world right now where the, the message for kindness is being pushed and realising that there's community spirit going on. One of the um, examples I thought would be relevant here is local PR is still, yeah. still relevant at this point. And there's a, a pub near me, the Orange Tree in, in Bulldog. 
they've done fantastic work. They they were a normal pub, an ale pub, um, and actually they've now turned their pub into a shop. So they have fresh vegetables, they have meat, they even have flour and eggs and milk at times. They're still selling beer and wine, uh, but they've managed to change over so that they can sell more products and really support the local environment. They're sourcing stuff that even some of the supermarkets aren't managing to get hold of. When the supermarkets have been empty of flour, we've been able to go there and buy flour. Um, and they're doing a brilliant job online, kind of pushing that message, making sure people hear about that. But right now is a great time for the press to cover their story about a small local business doing what they can to actually make a big difference to, to people's daily lives. Exactly. And I, I definitely think that's the right environment for that to, to carry on as well. I mean, we've got big brands doing that as well. There's McLaren who are working with their competitors too. They keep saying it's a race to get to the ventilators to help the NHS in the fight against coronavirus. And it, it really is. It's, it's, it's kind of bringing that small community out to everyone else. And I think people aren't interested in what celebrities are doing right now. I, I know they did a video of them singing Imagine and it's been uploaded on YouTube and it's got more dislikes than it does likes. And I think we, we really we're more interested in who's working together. Who's trying to solve what's going on here? And I mean, I'm not talking about the cure for coronavirus. I'm talking about how are we killing loneliness? How are we helping our neighbours get food when they're self-isolating? Like, if a brand can help that, there's going to be need in the local media and national media for them to be seen. This morning, the TV show is constantly showing um, feel-good stuff from the viewers. And I think there's definitely an opportunity there for businesses to get involved in that. So you, you work with American clients and UK clients. Yeah. Uh, has there been much difference in the type of stories that the press are looking for and what, what can you get out there in terms of American press and UK press? Um, so America is very similar into the UK. Um, a few weeks ago, they were, they were very scared about what was going on with coronavirus, not knowing how long it was going to go on for. And I think that's slightly subsiding now from a stories and um, lifestyle PR perspective. So I'm still seeing more call outs for beauty products and fashion pieces. So whether that's for publishing in six months time or in a few weeks, I'm definitely seeing that there's more um, journalists who are wanting that escapism coverage so what brands at the moment whether big or small are doing pr well and what brands are doing it badly and we should learn from their mistakes i think it's really interesting to see how brands have um, reacted to this um, global situation and some have done it really well and some are a bit embarrassing about it um, one that sticks out to me surprisingly is one of the key worker companies morrison's david potts CEO of Morrison's announced that he would be giving all his staff a bonus who had to deal with the, the virus while working because obviously they are on the front line, they are a key worker and they're very underlooked. And I also think, not even from a brand perspective, from a key worker and low paid worker is a good opportunity for PR right now. People are starting to notice their contribution to society and the community Whereas before they were thought of last and kind of, they were always overlooked, essentially. Um, and now the tide is turning and society is realising, actually, we really need these people. We should probably respect them a little bit more, which is fantastic for them. We have some bad PR eggs in the retail sector as well. That's Sports Direct Mike Ashley. 
he, when the government announced that all non-essential shops had to close, uh, Mike took it upon himself to just reiterate if that included Sports Direct because they sold um, biking equipment. Obviously, it did include them and they shut, but he just wanted to check. But it's the conversations on social media after he made this inquiry, many people were angry because they were putting his staff at risk, rightly so, um, and they, they, that he was putting more profit before his people, which is a, a current theme running through this whole crisis. Another brand worth mentioning at the moment is BrewDog. Now, yes. uh, in the early stages, when it turns out that we couldn't get hand sanitizer, it was all running out of the stores, they turned one of their brewing facilities uh, into a place to make hand sanitizers. Now, it turns out today, we were looking just before this meeting, that, okay, the first batch hasn't worked quite as well as people had hoped, and it's been turned down by hospitals for, for not being to standard that they need. But what an incredible way to get into the press, but also do a good deed. Yeah, hopefully now they'll go back, they'll look at that first batch and, and find out what they did wrong and make another batch. Um, and the, the best thing about this story is they're giving this hand sanitizer away for free. They're not trying to charge for it. You, you can imagine right now that industry is going to boom. And if you can make hand sanitizer, you could sell it. Um, but for a brand like that, who could, could have easily turned that into a, a profitable business to kind of say, you know what, we value the PR opportunity in this. And we value people's lives. And, and so we're just going to do what we can. And I've seen other businesses from other breweries, from large and, and, and micro breweries to uh, beauty brands, as, as you'll know about. Um, a lot of beauty brands now are changing their factories into creating sanitizing products instead of makeup for a little while. Um, yeah. And um, that leads into um, Loctane. They were, and I think they still are, giving free moisturizers to the NHS workers because it's great having hand sanitizer, kills 99% of germs, but it also dries your hands out. And if you're washing your hands and you're using hand sanitizer all the time, you're going to have really dry hands. So Loctane saw an opportunity there and gave to the NHS workers, which I think is a great um, part of PR as well. At a point where everything's quiet, businesses are quiet, how do you keep your brand in people's minds right now any at any point in time to keep your brand at the forefront of anyone's mind is to be relevant and constantly relevant and when i use that word i mean is there anything that's currently going on in the current affairs that your brand is relevant to or is there any kind of mood that your customers on social media are feeling that you're relevant to i think currently because we're pushing more for a more human and kind perspective from a brand there's definitely an opportunity for any brands to kind of jump on that and utilize it to its fullest. I mean, there's some brands that have made news you, you wouldn't think of, like there's Sky News CEO who's just said he's going to take a six month pay cut to ensure all his staff are fully paid. When you think of Sky as a brand and when it's in the news, you're, you're generally thinking of like a, a sports show that they've just paid for or the all the profits that have soared. So it's really interesting and really actually quite refreshing to see that another CEO has taken the onus that he wants to ensure his staff are paid and well, that he's taken six months from his uh, pay. <laughs> I think it's, it's a really interesting time for the news and PR. And I don't think after this, it's going to change. I think 
I think the public are very aware of what's being spoon fed to them and what's genuine. And they're starting to wake up to who's actually helping and who's actually hindering. What can small businesses do at this point to get a message out there? And maybe, maybe they're not lucky enough to create hand sanitizer and not that type of business, or um, maybe they haven't been able to turn their bar into a shop. What opportunities would you say are out there for businesses like that? I think when we're talking about the environment at the moment, and it's about looking out for your fellow person and being kind and being a good force in your community, you can do that no matter what sector you're in um, and what product or service you're offering. And I think when businesses are in full force and they're running and serving their customers, they sometimes forget who their customers are and what would actually serve them best. And I would look more into, if you can, push more social media and engaging more with your customer, your core customer and what they want. And I would talk less at your customers and listen more. I think it's easy for me to talk um, about tips for small businesses um, overall, but I think there are a lot of small businesses who probably need individual and specific help. And that's why Little Miss PR have set up a free PR helpline um, that if you're worried or don't know where to go, or if you're not utilize, you think you're not utilizing this time right now for the best of your business, like please do feel free to drop us a line and we are there to kind of offer free impartial PR advice for you. I'd like to thank Lauren for sharing her experience and insights with us. And if you'd like to know more about what we're up to, you can visit us at commscollective.co.uk or find us on Facebook. And if you'd like to hear more from professionals in the business communication industry, then subscribe to this podcast and we'll bring you more episodes soon. See you next time.